Morning, Aaron Gosser. I think you're first today. What's up, Adrian? And Brian Bernard and Benjamin Tucker. Wow, people just flooding into the room. I like seeing that. Lisa, what's going on? Lisa Connor and Jason Foster and Brad Curry from St. Louis. Nice. Hey, Tim McConnell. It's been a bit, I think. I haven't seen your uh, your name pop up on this damn thing. Joel Smith and, of course, Graham Crawford the fourth, one of the regs, and Jason Foster and James Atkins. And, hey, Randy, what's up, man? Hope, uh, hope Get Parts is doing all right for you. I missed the get parts on the Upper West Side. So yesterday I almost blew myself up. I made a, uh, a rookie mistake, and my kid was nearby, and my new puppy, we decided we wanted some barbecue, and because we live next to this lovely ocean, everything gets just uh, beat to shit, including barbecues, and then I got one of these frozen knobs. I don't know why like they, they build a, a sturdy barbecue, and then they give you little plastic knobs. So then when the, the actual metal that turns the, the burners on gets frozen, then of course you strip the plastic knob. Then you're like, oh man, now I got to turn on my barbecue with some pliers. And then it, that froze to the point I couldn't even turn it on with pliers. So I'm like, I got an idea. I'll just turn the barbecue on from where uh, uh, the propane valve is. So when I want a barbecue, I turn on the propane and when I don't want a barbecue, I turn off the propane. That's smart, right? So uh, yesterday, we were uh, cooking a nice pork loin. I think Carl would be proud. It, it did come out nice. So I turn on the propane, and usually I, I hit the uh, the starter, so it you know it fires up the grill and warms up. But uh, stupid me, I just turned on the propane, and the cover was down. And I never lit the damn thing. And I went inside and forgot about it. So then I go outside to see if it's, you know, hot enough to put the pork loin on. And I went, oh, man, I never started the barbecue. And I could smell the propane. And my daughter was about 10 feet away from me with the puppy on the deck. And then in slow motion, I, I, my finger, my right hand went to start the barbecue and in my head I'm like you're being stupid but for some reason in slow motion I didn't stop myself and it was like no as I was doing it I knew this was dumb and I hit that button and BAM I went flying back I lost all the hair on my right hand my daughter goes daddy what was that that just hit me in the face and I'm like uh I think that was a fireball. And then the dog freaked the F out and ran and hid for like 20 minutes. Uh, I think I'm really, really lucky, man. I think I'm really, really lucky. It scared the crap out of me. And the blast of heat was unbelievable. But it was so stupid. Because as my hand's going toward it, I knew, you know, that you shouldn't do that. But I didn't stop myself. Yeah, Jason Foster writes, no! Yeah, that was, uh, that was a dumb, dumb rookie mistake. Yeah, <laughs> the pup.
Bob has PTSD. <laughs> Do I still have eyebrows? Uh, the kid still has eyebrows. Although my eyebrows are really light, so when I trim them, it almost looks like I have no eyebrows. Ah, yes, I have no hair on my hand. <laughs> Jesus. And up my arm. We got my my daughter a bike, and uh, she was very, very excited, and... Um, she was riding it for the first time with the training wheels, but she didn't really need the training wheels. And uh, she did great. And it was really frustrating because we, we found a, a, a nice little private street with a cul-de-sac. It was perfect. And we're taking video and pictures. It's the first ride for my daughter on our brand new bike. And here comes a lady pushing a stroller with a baby. And she says hi to us and the dog, but anyone that had any awareness would realize that there was a special moment going down. It was it was very obvious between my daughter on the bike with the training wheels with her little helmet on and us with video cameras, you know, capturing the moment and our dog and my son was there. And this lady at first was like, oh, that's so cute. Her first uh, her first ride on her brand new bike. And we're like, yep, she's doing so well. Oh, look at your doggy. Your doggy's so cute. That's normal. And then it wouldn't end because this person had no awareness. And she's just yapping and yapping and yapping. She just continued because she has no awareness. And my wife is way nicer than me because I'm starting to mumble on my on, under my breath like, yeah, yeah, instead of uh, watching my daughter on her first bike ride, yeah, why don't we just talk to you about nothing? You're talking about nothing, and you're yapping. And then she's also got the stroller in the middle of the street. And, you know, my, my, my daughter, this is the first time, so she's a bit wobbly, and she needs wide-open road. And, and, and this woman doesn't even, she's not even aware enough to, uh, to realize that maybe she shouldn't be in the middle of the road with the fucking stroller. And then, of course, my daughter's going to panic a little bit. So now she's stopping and not going anymore. And this lady's just, yep, 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 yep. I was so fucking annoyed. And my wife, she's way better than me. She was just, you know, going with it and being polite. But I know my wife wanted to check out our daughter on, on the bike as well. And then this woman just slowly but surely removes herself from the scene. But at that point, we're tired and the moment is kind of gone. So I guess we'll enjoy my daughter's second bike ride today. <laughs> Fuck. Oh, I think so. <laughs> Becky. Becky goes, I think Sully's landing on, on your beach. Oh, my God. You just reminded me of a dream. I just, you just reminded me of a dream. So... Uh, this this camera's um, pointing at the ocean. So just to the right in my dream, a 747 landed like a helicopter. Dreams are stupid. But I saw it low from the left here, slowly coming in for a landing on the water. And then it hovered. A 747 hovered and landed. And then I'm like, I wanted to be a hero in my dream. So I looked at my wife and I'm like, I'm going to be a hero and help some of these people get off the plane. But it was very, very uh, civil and no one was panicking. And I ran down the beach like, I'm going to be a hero now. Running. I'm going to save somebody. <laughs> and then I jump in the water. And then the next thing you know, 
I'm on the plane helping people get off. And then my thought was, oh, my God, the coronavirus. I'm with people. And then I panicked and jumped off the plane and, and said, fuck that. I don't want to be a hero anymore. And then I ran back home. This is a true dream that happened last night that I just forgot about until Becky said that Sully's landing that plane. What is that about? You know, I, I, I interpret dreams. Do you? I think a dream is just a dream. How about that? I don't know. But I do get uh, woken up in the middle of the night, and I truly feel like there's a presence in the room waking me up. But that's, uh, that's a story for another day, and it creeps me the F out. And then I'm like, well, if you're waking me up, how about we try to communicate? How do we, do, how do we communicate? Do we get that stupid Long Island medium lady with the goofy hair that sort of knows shit? She obviously doesn't have good Wi-Fi to the other side because she's like, I'm seeing something. Ah, it's a little foggy. I think uh, I think your grandma was in bad health. Oh, my God, she was in bad health. And then you wanting to believe you give out all the answers to the stupid lady. Oh, my God, I hate those people. I'm seeing like a... Uh, uh, a W, no, not a, no, no. She says W, but she's looking right at your eyes to see if there's any recognition. A W, uh, an S, uh, an R, an R, because she sees you're nodding like, oh my God, yes. His name was Ralph. Yeah, I know, I was going to say Ralph, but you beat me to it. Well, he just wants you to live your life and continue moving forward. Oh my God, that's exactly what he would say. Oh, thank you so much. Yuck. I know, and then I went and saw a shaman, so, you know, who am I? I think I went for the experience. It was kind of cool. Oh, God, I wish I could say your name. Tonian Napolitano Danza. Oh, wow, is that a name? Good God. My dyslexia just kicked in bad. Uh, But this person writes, who had cancer in the family? Exactly. Who had cancer in the family? Well, uh, in my family, there was at least five or six people, but, uh, uh, and then you just give away the answer. No one, uh, no one gets through life, uh, escaping cancer. So that's dumb too. Thank you for bringing that up. I didn't go for the meth with the shaman, Jason Watson, JW, JW on the, on the Twitter, fighting the politics every single day. I think JW is a Trump supporter, and we get along. Um, I didn't do meth, and I, I thought it was heroin, but in the end, I think it was just some kind of like uh, tobacco, some tobacco that just fired up my entire body when the shaman made me snort it. Do we have to do this again? No. No, we don't have to do this. Yeah, yeah, you're right, Brad. You're right, Brad Carey. Everyone is so divided on the issues, and no one wants to have a discussion to find common ground and come up with practical solutions. Yes. It's a common theme in America. We're, we're divided right down the middle, and the one side wants the other side to behave and think exactly like how they do. And we're never going to get that done. Black Lives Matter is, is bullshit, and the NFL and all the rest are going to advertise it. What? I don't think it's bullshit, Philip. That's ridiculous. Black Lives Matter is bullshit? Uh, I don't want to do this. You made $20 playing in Africa? Well, I don't think you were that good of a basketball player then. 
I was on the basketball train. I was convinced I was going to make a living uh, playing basketball, and uh, then the Oopster didn't get that last uh, growth spurt, and his stupid body slowed down right around five foot eleven, five foot eleven in the NBA, and being white. That's uh, that's a tough one. But I was able to jump back in the day. I was able to sort of dunk. It wasn't pretty. I wasn't. Uh, it, it wasn't going to be on a poster anywhere. That's for sure. But uh, I used to have some jumps. Now, if I try to jump, and I've done this, because <laughs> to to this day I play basketball. Uh, <laughs> I remember this is going back a couple years ago. I decided I want to jump and and uh, hit the backboard. I yanked my back out so bad because I was trying to dramatically, you know, get up. And my back was like, ah, hell no. And I, I split my back basically in half. And, and then I could barely walk for two weeks. Oh, God. That time is a bitch. <laughs> yes, I did. Brad Carey, he's laughing at me. Oh, we trying to jump in, throws his back out. That's a, that's a true story. <laughs> and then it got so bad. And you got, I mean, I'll brag a little bit, but I mean, I was really good at basketball, like really good, but I just never got the height. And I was able to shoot the lights out of the ball. And I played a little Division Three in Geneseo, which is not that impressive, I understand. And then I snapped my ankle in a pickup game that the whole gym heard, and I pretty much tapped out as, as far as playing basketball competitively. And then I moved into cross country because I wanted to be competitive, but that's, uh, that's too much information, I guess. But then you fast forward, and I, I liked playing pickup games and, and staying with the sport. My back got so bad with the two herniated discs, probably from caddying when I was 12, 13 years old. You probably shouldn't carry bags that are 50 pounds each when you're still growing. And I do believe that just crushed my discs in my lower back. But um, fast forward, I'm still playing basketball. It got to a point with my bad back that it was scary to even just bend down and go for a loose ball or a low dribble. Um... And then I kind of had to tap out as far as playing, like, uh, pickup games. But then I got the back in shape doing DDP yoga. Um, so I'm very, very happy. That yoga and that stretching, man, I used to make fun of it. Because I was, I was uh, all into the weights. Put another plate on. Give me another 45 on each side. <laughs> And then you get older and you realize, oh, my God, that hurts your joints, man. I don't like that. And so then I would see the yoga people in their yoga studios. They're doing that light stretching, it looked like to me. And then I finally took a, a, a class and went, oh, my God, this is no joke if you do it right. So, oh, I was the one that introduced you to the DDP, Jamie? Nice. I brought that into your life. I like that I help people a little bit. I like that. What's up, Gail? Haven't seen you in a while. You got a ball with Adam Sandler? I would kick Adam Sandler's ass. I've seen him play basketball. I laugh at Adam Sandler. How about that? Hey, Adam Sandler, if you're watching this, I challenge you to a pickup game. <laughs> He's not that good. He's like Obama bad. Obama's a terrible basketball player. That used to drive me nuts. And any other person that played basketball, Obama taking shots outside the White House with the Utes was really bad. And then he tried to brag that he's he's good at basketball and he does pickup games when he goes back to Chicago and stuff. He was terrible. 
a terrible basketball player. Look up some of the videos if you've never done it online. They're hilarious. And the kids are looking at him like, oh, my God, I don't think the guy's going to sink one shot while we're out here with the president. Kerry, that was the joke. Kerry Edmund. Yeah, Adam Sandler's watching this, and then it's a huge laughy face. That was the joke. Do I have to explain everything? Of course Adam Sandler's not watching this. Jason Watson says, yeah, but he always watches the replays. <laughs> Adam Sandler. <laughs> uh, <laughs> very nice. Oh, according to your mom. <laughs> there you go. My mom didn't even really listen to my shit. No, she listened a little, I guess. Yeah, she listened a little. My dad was really into the radio shows over the years. I remember, uh, eh, whatever, that's a dumb story. Fuck it, stupid. He was just a proud dad when I was in Buffalo. I was doing overnights and, uh, you know, I was pretty much playing music. It, there was no reason for anyone to give a shit about what I was doing on, doing on the radio at that time. And we walked around Buffalo and my dad was out of his mind and so proud and just like going up to strangers going do you know who this is and I was so embarrassed and I was actually really mad I was a kid in my uh, 20s mid 20s and I was so mad I'm here to say man that was really stupid on my part to be mad at my proud dad yeah I know for another day and then I told the story I'm stupid I can't help myself it's like uh, on the radio over the years, I would look at someone that was full of shit, and I would say to myself, don't do it, don't do it, and then all of a sudden, I, I, I just, like, like have an out-of-body experience, and I see my, my mouth starting to say something horrific, <laughs> like, you, and I remember thinking to myself, you can't help yourself, can you? <laughs> Roger, what's going on, buddy? And Milt, how are you? What's up, Steve Mastin and Dan? All right, I like this. You're you're, you're uh, checking this out from Quebec, Quebec, Quebec. <laughs> Such an idiot. What's going on in Quebec? Carol, how are you? Pretty plus more in the room. That hurricane rock you like a hurricane. What's some of those other hurricane songs? Um, that hurricane pretty much hit uh, Carol right in the taint. My goodness. Been following you on the social there, Carol. I hope you're all right. It's hot, right? Yeah, it's hot. So the hurricane hits. Cat 4 when it uh, hit land. Broke apart uh, quite quickly, thank God, although it still did its damage. And then, you know, then it gets nice and hot and there's so much water around that the bugs come a-biting and you don't have any AC and and you're on line for water. I was paying attention, Carol. You pay attention to me, I pay attention to you. How, how do you like that? But I hope you and uh, your family are doing okay. My goodness. Oh, you're waiting on insurance, man. Okay. Fuck the insurance, man. Stupid insurance. I don't even. I don't even know what insurance to uh, to pick. They're all trying to do SNL skits. Does anyone know if the, if any of those stupid insurance uh, companies are actually good? I know they're trying to outdo each other with SNL skits and trying to be funny, but I I don't know. Is Progressive good? Is the ostrich insurance good? Is the cartoonist lady with the giant sub and the stupid wacky hat? Is that insurance company good? I, I don't know. 
How about you tell us which which insurance company's good and stop with the nonsense with the dumb TV commercials? Fuck Flo. How about that? You don't know who Flo is, Tom? Come on. Are you are you from And that's why you don't know who Flo is? Yeah, fuck Flo, Jeffrey. Good for you, buddy. Good for you. And Tom goes, I would. Oh my god, Tom Jesus. <laughs> She's a man, baby. Oh, I remember we um, interviewed Mike Myers. He was doing that, uh, I don't know, what was it? Some dumb guru movie. And he had all sorts of requests before he would do the show. This was literally at the tip of his fame before he went, uh, uh, well, he went a back. He went a back a, a down. We all go a back a down. I'm in the going back down stage of my fine career. But uh, he had all sorts of like requests before he would come on the show. And you want to hear something really douchey? I, I know he was, he's a hockey fan. I think he's, um, I want to say he's, uh, he likes Toronto, right? I think he's a Maple Leafs fan. Flo's got the big boobies, Gary says. Is that right? Is that right? Really? Nothing wrong with some big boobies, right? So I, I knew Mike Myers was a, the Guru movie. Was that it? It was kind of funny. Okay. I don't know if I ever saw it. Yeah, the Leafs. Okay. So, yes, Lisa Woodhouse. Let's go Islanders. So Mike Myers is in studio. And, uh, oh, God, I wanted to impress him. So that day I wore an Islanders jersey. Oh, God. I, I love my hockey. Oh, there's whales again. This is the second day in a row with whales right off the shore. But anyway, Mike Myers comes in studio. I know he's a hockey fan. I know he's um, you know, a, a, a Maple Leafs fan, so I wore a jersey that day to impress. And I'm here to say in all my years loving hockey and the Islanders, I rarely uh, wore an Islanders jersey. But I did that day because I, I, I wanted to brown nose Mike Myers, and he didn't give a fuck. You saw the whale's tail? Whale's tail. Prince of Wales. Calling number two. Nay who? Nay who three? Nay who four? Nay who? Anybody? Anyone play that drinking game when you were in college? The whale's tails. Prince of Wales. I got really, really good at whale's tails. Our fraternity was really into it. And if you weren't good at it, man, you would get your ass handed to you. Every uh, cake party we had with um, sororities and whatnot, we had a whale's tails uh, table. And boy, it got interesting. And man, some of these guys were really, really quick and really good at it. I was, I was good, but there were guys that were unbelievable at it. Uh, did you put Opster on that jersey for Mike Myers? <laughs> I hope you're saying, oh, you said yuck, Jim Bishop. I'm, look, I'm the one sharing these yucky stories. I know when I tell you that they're yucky. Most people aren't going to share the yucky stories about them. I was a douche that day. That day, Ope, you were a douche many days. Um, yeah, it was very, very douchey. I used to get uh, sports jerseys. I think I got, I think I gave uh, most of them away to super fans. But uh, they would always send me a jersey with Opie on the back, and I just couldn't wear them. I couldn't wear, like, a sports jersey with my name on it. I, I, I always thought that was really weird because guess what? I'm not playing. I mean, if you have your name on the back of your jersey and your prized possession, that's okay. But for me, I'm like, I'm not playing. Why is my name on the back of the Islanders jersey? 
And then, you know, you, you do wear it. Because I did every, every so often. Very rare, though. And then you're sitting there trying to enjoy the, enjoy the game, and you hear, hey oop, because they now know it's you because your name's on the back of your fucking jersey. Hey oop, why aren't you on the radio? <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, all right, where were we? Oh, so uh, this drinking game, Whale's Tales. My, my career came to a, an abrupt end. And I think you could see it kind of in some of the pictures. One of my eyes uh, is a little fucked up. It doesn't open as 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 well as the other. Uh, no, it, I don't have a lazy eye or anything. How, how do I explain this? All right, if I if if I took a picture of me right now, you if you studied the picture, you would see that one eye opens a little more than the other. But I have no problem opening it, and no one would ever notice that I may have had an eye issue. So I was playing uh, Whale's Tales. I had a golf club. Without the without the um, the head on it, it was like a wood. Whoa! Did you see that spray? I am so. I didn't have a minor stroke, Jeffrey. You bitch. They're saying Trump had a stroke. Uh oh. Did we just mention Trump? Do not do that today. Ope. They don't want to hear it. Video going around with him uh, having a floppy right foot. I don't know. If you want to search it out, you can. But we're not going to talk about that today. But that motherfucker just thought I had a stroke. So then I had to defend myself. Coppola, zoom in. <laughs> I, I, I would zoom in, but then I would lose track of where I am in the ocean. And all right, let me let me try to do this for you and also look for a whale. Go to Provincetown and go on a whale watching trip. What do you want from me? I'm not triggered, Christopher. This is how I am before the first cup of coffee's inside me. So I'm playing Whale's Tales with my friends. I got a golf club in my hand. I'm just kind of holding uh, in my left hand. It doesn't have the, the wood on it anymore. So it's literally just a metal rod and very sharp at the edge because the, the, uh, the grip was on the floor, all right, and I'm holding this metal rod that used to be a golf club, and I'm going, whales, tails, Prince of Wales, calling number, and you would do head fakes. So you, you wanted to call a number that was maybe to your right, but you would, like, you would bop your head quickly to the left to trick people, and I bopped my head right into the metal golf club without the head on it, right to the side of my eye. It didn't actually hit my eye. And a gush, and a gush, and a gush, 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 needed stitches. But I was doing a house party. This was when I went home um, one summer after college, so I was a youngster. I was probably, I don't know, actually I wasn't even that young at that point, maybe 21, 22, 20, I don't know, whatever. Whatever, you figure out the age. What do you want from me? And uh, I definitely needed stitches, but I was throwing the party, and I couldn't just leave uh, all these animals at my, my parents' house. So I could get all stitched up. So we, uh, you know, we put some pressure on it and got the blood to stop, sort of. And then we continued partying and drinking. And then I was like uh, the focus of the whole party because everyone's like, oh, my God, that looks really fucking bad, man. You should get that checked out. I'm like, eh, in the morning. So then I went to sleep thinking it was all good. I woke up uh, the next morning. And uh, my uh, my pillow looked like, eh, maybe there was like a horse head on that pillow all night. 
There was a lot of blood. It was bad. Really bad. So this, to this day, I think, I don't know. I don't think my eye fucking opens up all the way. I think it's my left eye. I don't even know which eye it is. I'll have to look in the mirror. I'll get back to you. That was a long story just because we saw a whale. <laughs> I didn't need an eye patch. Oh, line Brian. <laughs> oh, thank you, buddy. Yeah, line Brian. We had an intern. He stopped uh, coming to the show, and then one day he comes in. Because we're basically going, look, if you don't come in, we we got to get rid of you. And uh, he had an eye patch on. And we were really suspicious, and we asked him to tell the story. And uh, the story didn't really, it wasn't believable, let's just say. Long story short, we forced him to take the eye patch off, and then he like he, he squished his eye together to, to make it look like it was all fucked up. And then we're like, you're just squishing your eye. And like, open your eye. And then he slowly opens it like he's struggling because he's got a major eye problem, and that's why he wasn't in. And then uh, we forced him to open his eye, and there was literally nothing wrong with him. So this guy, to protect his internship, you know, after fucking up and not coming in for a few days for whatever reason, he uh, <laughs> he put an eye patch on and thought that we were that gullible and we were gonna we were gonna you know believe his story. I think we said, "Oh, come here," and tussled his hair and said, "You're good. Just don't be an idiot anymore. Don't come in with that eye patch shit again." Or we fired his ass. Who knows? I don't remember. I'd like to think that we allowed him to continue. So, Ken Mosky, you got to tap out? All right, buddy. I like seeing you in the in the room every day, so I appreciate you. What did Shannon say? Have a good one, Ken. Shannon Johnson comes up with stuff, so let me see what she said. You have helped me lean more in the middle of the aisle. Oh, my God. Very glary. Uh, approach looks like, but I truly, oh my God, this is really bad. Pelosi, though, she is a big pig. Is that what that says? I can't read your comments, so I'm just making up words. Wrinkled, wrinkly, big wrinkly. I don't, oh no, I can't read your comments yet. Wait, maybe if I move it down here. All right. You have helped me lean more in a middle of the aisle approach but i truly oh 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 but i truly hate pelosi though she is a big wrinkly c oh my god wow we all right i'll tell you so i don't like pelosi i don't like maxine waters i think her name is uh who else on the left Let's take some shots at the people on the left. Hooked on phonics. Oh, it, yeah, but it, but it was more the glare, Rachel. It, was, it wasn't my dyslexia that we uh, talked about on the latest uh, episode of the OP Radio podcast. Might have a little touch, but that was more sun glare. Nadler, Schiff, Schumer. I ate next to uh, Jerry Nadler in a Middle Eastern restaurant. No, it was a Turkish restaurant, excuse me. Well, that's Middle East, right? Sure. Let me do my geography real fast. I went to Turkey, but it was on a uh, it was on a cruise ship. Went to the Blue Mosque. They tried to sell me a rug, making believe it was part of tourism. So, yeah, that was the Middle East. 
And uh, we were in a Turkish restaurant, me and my wife, sitting right next to uh, Jerry Nadler, and he was talking about the Clintons, and we were trying to lean in. I was trying to lean in to get some good gossip, but I couldn't hear hear uh, uh, much. But you can make out the word Clinton a lot. So I don't mind Nadler. I know, I know, I know. For you uh, Trumpers, that's a, that's a bad thing to say. Um, Schiff, uh, he creased me out because his... His eyes uh, don't really move. His eyes are like, they don't blink or something. I don't know what's going on. His eyes look like when you first get contacts and you're not used to them. So your eyes are just like, you're scared to blink because you think you're going to squish your contact. (laughs) He has eyes like that. And Schumer's just Schumer. I went to the Oyster Bay, um, the Oyster Festival in Oyster Bay, Long Island. This was a million years ago, could be close to 20 years ago, and the streets get really packed. It's a great festival. And all of a sudden, I I see this idiot walking down the middle of the street with giant signs that have arrows pointing to a guy, and it says, Meet Chuck Schumer. And I went, Who the fuck is Chuck Schumer? (laughs) And he had kind of like how I remember it. But he had girls dressed sexy, but not too sexy. They didn't have bikinis on, but they had like kind of tight, tight shorts on and tight tops on. And they were like kind of wiggling with their signs with the giant arrow that said, meet Chuck Schumer. And I, I remember thinking to myself, this guy, I don't even know who he is, but he's a pompous ass. Oh, my coffee ran out. Damn you all the hell. I see that uh, we took care of uh, the whole Black Lives Matter problem and they're playing basketball again, so that's good. It's good they uh, kind of cleaned all that up real quickly and solved that uh, major social issue. So we could see LeBron James with his fadeaway three-point shots. So that's good that we cleared that up so quickly. It only took two days to solve that issue and, and, and get the boys back on the court. So I'm glad. I'm glad that uh, is all set Amy sucks too. Eh, Amy Schumer. She doesn't know who she is. Someday she'll figure it out. She got really, really famous. And that comes with all sorts of issues you got to figure out in your own time. No one likes Amy Schumer anymore, Grant says. I don't know about that. She's got a huge presence. I think because she went political, that, you know, that'll quickly make a lot of people hate you. I just don't like her because I don't think she's a genuine person. I think uh, I think she was uh, full of shit, if you want to know the truth. She was kind of, ah, whatever, I've told the story. Uh, no one likes joke thieves, Pete Marion says. Well, I, I, I'm on the, uh, the side of um, she stole jokes. She stole jokes, and she probably came up with a lot of uh, original material, too. That's why it's confusing, because I don't, I don't know why she needed to steal some jokes. Oh, right on. Saw Jim Brewer this weekend twice, Pete Marion says, and he crushed. Of course he did. Jim Brewer is unbelievable, especially when he gets into that long-form storytelling. It's just amazing. All right, guys. Rest in peace, Patrice. Yes, indeed, Scott Congdon. Go fish, got clay. Oh, hey. <laughs> Hey, neighbor. (laughs) Yeah, I got clams. Tell Big Arn that we're going to go do some of that fishing. 
Looks pretty good out there, actually. I think I'm going to catch a striped bass today. Um, I guess that's it. You know the deal. Um, please support the Opie Radio podcast. Um, I think sponsors come back next week, which means uh, when you're listening to my podcast, it's absolutely free to you, and I didn't make a goddamn penny. So maybe do the right thing and go to opiradio.com and get a silly shirt or something or an autographed photo, not of me, uh, some of my photography. And there's a donate button there, too. That's to take care of the bandwidth chargers. Hold on. I can't help myself. Run, Forrest, run! His running style is not that good. Lead forward a little bit. Lead forward slightly. He's using a lot of energy. He's going to be cramped. And he's wearing shoes. Who does that? Well, I, I wear the shoes to get a, even more of a workout. You're on the beach barefooted. Everyone knows that. All right, Bob. Bob says later all. So you know what? That's what I say then. Later all. Boo 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 bo